Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Vic and M's Comedy Gems. My name's Vicky Hanlon. And I'm Emily Trasadar. Vic and M's Comedy Gems. Please don't. Okay. Hello and welcome to another episode of Vic and M's Comedy Gems. Hello Vicky Hanlon. Hello Emily Trasadar. It's me, Emily Trasadar. <laughs> Vicky, this week we have a very exciting guest. Yes. You have helped produce a show she is involved in. Yes. She's been crushing it all over the country. Yes. We have the fantastic yes. Bella Green. Yay. Hi. Hey, Bella. It's me. It's Hi. you. Oh, I stole Emily's line already. It's just going so badly. <laughs> it's me, Bella. Oh, yeah, no, no, you're out, actually. This episode is cancelled. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, thank you so much for being on Comedy Gems. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. <laughs> no, thank you. How's today going for you? Um, good. I slept in and I've had like the festival flu. Hell yeah. Like everybody else. Um, and I'm just getting over it. This is like my almost my voice back. So. I was going to awesome. say, you pretty you sounded pretty good for a festival for like last week, going into last week of festival. Thank you. I smoked through the whole thing. That's my right. secret. Just don't stop smoking. Yeah, okay. <laughs> just right. burn, burn all of it all out of, of your it. lungs. Yeah, You'll yeah, be yeah. fine. Didn't you quit? Uh, yeah, and then festivals happened <laughs> no, and that's I fair. just started again. Yeah. Yep, I get it. just that. happened. <laughs> I mean, I can definitely see how it would just I happen. I see how that would happen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, I don't smoke, people. but I see how that would happen. Yeah. There's a lot of people <laughs> out and about that could, could help you influence your decision to get to smoking again. I hadn't smoked for 11 years, like 11. No, sorry. I hadn't smoked for six years and I'd smoked for 11 before that. But, like, I had not had, like, a drag in six years. So Crazy. Comedy has a lot to answer for. Oh, yeah. There's so many people that have very similar stories to that. They're like, I'd been, I'd quit and I hadn't had a drink for this long and now I'm an alcoholic smoker. Well, um, I was a lesbian before stand-up comedy. <laughs> it's changed a lot for you. It really has. <laughs> so, you really, you aren't a lesbian anymore because of comedy. Well, not maybe because of comedy. <laughs> but, really, your sexuality has changed? Yeah, um... Well, I came out of a long-term relationship last year and then I've kind of just started dating men as well. And, yeah, I don't think that says anything about the great standard of men in stand-up it comedy. definitely yeah, doesn't. I, I'm no. confused. <laughs> no, I'm very confused. I think it's my self-esteem has probably just <laughs> taken such a knock. Like, I right. feel so negged. I'm probably just, like, open to anyone who's <laughs> half nice. Oh, you're, you're not t- completely shit? I'm into that. <laughs> yeah, like the standard of men is generally so low that yeah. I'm like, oh, you said hello to me at an open mic? Oh, Maybe let's, we're in let's, love. Let's date forever now. We're going to get married. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't a complete asshole to me. Hi. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, my God. That's super interesting. But also, like, you do you. Oh, yeah. I, I, I definitely would not date a comedian, but that is just my personal yeah. preference. Yeah. I just don't wait, won't date anyone. So yeah. Emily's <laughs> sexual preference is not comedian. Yeah. No. Yeah. And Vicky's is just nobody. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely not. We've got very hard lines that we've drawn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm not okay with it, but I'm okay with it most of the time. It's fine. 
Yeah, look, I feel like if and when the right person comes around, we'll then figure maybe it out. you'll change your mind. Sure. But I shall never change my <laughs> mind about the never no comedian thing. It's all right. You've got someone, so you don't have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, babe. To... I'm not going to have another. It's fine. This is, a, this is it. This is it for me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, oh, I've already, I've already said this on a podcast, so I won't Aww. repeat it. But um, we were at a wedding and he, we, there was like a photo booth and he held up a sign that said, hello, I'm single. And yeah. I was like, this is the most uncomfortable way to find out that I'm single. <laughs> but yeah. Oh no, you could have dumped me any, any other, other way. way. <laughs> Literally any other way. Yeah. Billboard. Yeah. Or, you know, in private. Skywriting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even in private would be fine. Yeah. I, do you think a breakup would be better in public or private? Private. But maybe in public is better because then... No. No. <laughs> no, I'm not saying like, hello, attention, everybody. I'm just about to break up. But I mean, like, maybe... If... Like, if you're at dinner in a no, restaurant. No, 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 no. I'm thinking like a park bench. I've no. got a bad story for you here. Okay. Yeah, so love perfect. It. I'd like to preface this by saying I love my ex very much and we're on very good terms. Sure. And maybe I shouldn't be telling this story. But anyway, <laughs> uh, at last I love year's... a preface like that. That's perfect. <laughs> at um, Melbourne Fringe last year... Yeah. Um, uh, stuff had kind of been going badly and towards the end of my run I got nominated for best comedy congratulations and thank you just dropping <laughs> I love, that in yeah there. that was a very good drop it's, yeah. it's important for the story well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway so, it has nothing to do with the story I just <laughs> just wanted to let you all know award nominated comedian <laughs> so we go to the closing party and like we're trying not to fight like we have been at all times oh. during the week and we just kind of got into this big teary thing and it was like this just isn't working anymore is it oh. and then they were announcing the award no, I was no. for, and we're just like clutching each other and crying and everyone kind of looks at me because I hadn't won the award <laughs> and they thought oh and it shit. really looked like I was just devastated oh. and crying all over my oh, girlfriend no. I'm like so no it's cool won. I'm happy for Bob Franklin it's fine <laughs> that's crazy so fringe festival uh everyone closing your... party probably not the best public breakup <laughs> yeah no that's fair. I couldn't tell you that yeah that's a hilarious timing though like you couldn't have timed that anymore <laughs> that's definitely if, if that was like written into a movie script you'd be like well that's a bit much don't you reckon i love when moments in life like emulate art but to the point where it's like over yeah it's too much it's over the top yeah 100 (laughs) percent. well like an hour after that i'm already like how can i work this into comedy (laughs) that's when you know you're made for comedy you're a bad person yeah (laughs) made for comedy made for comedy that's what i'm talking about yeah anything that's shit that happens in your life this is content I'll be able to write something about this. <laughs> the trouble is, I reckon the there's more art in trying to make the good things in life comedy because no one wants to hear it. So True. you need a, you need a. It's the opposite of sugarcoating. You need to like somehow make, yeah. turn that sugar into a turd so people <laughs> laugh at it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. It's people, beautiful. Yeah, and comedy does seem to be about how broken things are, or yeah. you are, or whatever it is you're talking about, like how fucked it is and making that funny. Yeah. If you can make your really nice life yeah. funny. Yeah. You know who does that kind of? Nick Cody. Nick yeah. Cody does that. Yeah. He, cause he, he does. He does I that. actually would consider myself like a female version of Nick Cody actually. Oh, right. <laughs> Fucking hell. I mean, like not to toot my own horn, but I'm very good. No, I just mean, I think, I think in terms of like, content especially now that i've yeah. moved into not just being like anyway so i was on this date and bleh. yeah I just licked the microphone that's how yeah, invested into that. that i was <laughs> i'm um, gonna mark that one that's <laughs> <mic>. <laughs> um 
But yeah, I think because I, I like that. I like to go see a show that's just like, yep, I got a dog. I got a son. I got a wife. See you later. Yeah, which is what his show is. Yeah. But it's, and I mean, when you break it down like that, it doesn't sound great. But he's so funny and yeah. he makes that so funny. Yeah, but because, because I think it's also relatable. Like, Yeah, people have dogs and kids yeah, and wives. Exactly. So, so it's, it's just not like it's, it's refreshing because it's not like my wife's a whore. Like, yeah, I feel like I really hope that we've grown out of that comedy. Have we though? Yeah, have we? Yeah, have I, we? I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying I hope and I really want us to have. I mean, you can hope, but it still doesn't make it. I don't think we have. I think we have. No, I think it's still like, I think I've seen enough. There's no one up that's like Rodney Dangerfielding, like, yeah, take my wife anymore. Like, that's gone. True. But like, I think it's more subtle and maybe even more cruel, actually, because it's not as quite in your face. Yeah. I feel like I hope I don't see enough, like, if that kind of comedy still exists everywhere, it's just not even in my vision because we're not seeing stuff like that. Yeah, maybe. That's yeah. true. Yeah, John Mulaney has a bit about that. He's like, because um, he asks his wife permission if he can make fun of her. And she's like, yeah, but as long as you don't call me a bitch. He's like, why would I do that? What kind of show is that? He's like, that's a very low standard. Anything yeah. other than that. <laughs> anything. Like, I can yeah, say exactly. anything other than Any my other wife word. is a bitch. <laughs> Any any other word? <laughs> Fuckhead. Yeah. Well, yeah. She said, he, "What does he say? That his wife is a bitch and he likes her very much." It's beautiful. Yeah. It's great. So he does actually call her a bitch, even after she said, "Call me anything but a bitch." <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> what an a hole. John Mulaney's so good. Yeah, I know you love him. I do love you him. I do too. Him. Yeah, I Everyone do bloody him. loves him. Speaking He's... of people that people bloody love, Bella Green, hello. <laughs> oh, hi. <laughs> you've, you've taken your show, Bella Green is charging for it, around Australia. Uh, by around Australia, we can say from Melbourne to Perth and then back to Melbourne. That is... A, a re- yeah, across, 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 yeah, across Australia. Australia. We've yeah. taken it across Australia. That sounds bigger somehow. It does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like it. Go. Let's We've go with that. It across Australia. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> um, very cool. There and back. Yeah, yeah. that's good. And uh, so you got nominated for Best Comedy at Melbourne Fringe. Yes, that's when I had the cry <laughs> and everyone was like wow she is a sore loser <laughs> look i'm a total princess anyway i don't think it would be surprising to anybody if i was crying over not winning it in a party i wonder yeah. i mean i've never been nominated for an award but i wonder <laughs> i wonder how i would respond to not winning i'd be yeah, devastated probably yeah it, it's not a nice feeling maybe the fact that you had a breakup at the moment that you didn't win actually like shielded the blow for the not winning i think maybe. it's um it's almost like the opposite in that um i guess we kind of split up god this is getting personal mm, like a lot of comedy no it's fine <laughs> um uh, like a lot of stuff was happening for me at comedy at the time and it happened really quickly and i was like oh, i'm the king of the universe right. and like my relationship was kind of going bad because I was giving all of my love to comedy instead. Yeah. And at that point, I was kind of like, I'm too powerful for anything, including my relationship. Right, like, yeah. world domination is happening instead. And then I did my show the next night and it was terrible. Yeah. And like, <laughs> the, oh. the party was over, the festival was over, everyone had gone home and I'm just kind of standing outside the courthouse like, okay. Yeah. When you say the courthouse, there is a pub named the courthouse. You weren't... Wasn't actually arrested for uh, bombing. Yeah. <laughs> God, imagine if you could get arrested for, for bombing, like, 
comedy bombing because obviously you can get arrested for bombing. You should <laughs> be arrested. Very happy about you should that, definitely yes. be arrested for bombing anything. <laughs> but um, that's oh comedy boy. though. Like, oh yeah, it's a hundred percent comedy. One day Swings like, around, I am baby. literally. I have the biggest dick in this entire world. Yep. Like big dick energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, my boyfriend, I start. I've started saying big dick energy in my show, and he's like, "You have to lose that bit. It's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny." I'm like, "Nah, man, it's fucking funny." He's like, "It's not funny." <laughs> We've been having this argument for the last two days. He's like, "Really?" Just cut the big dick energy thing <laughs> just sounds like he doesn't really have big dick energy yeah, yeah. Sounds how about like that yeah what about um, that threatened by your big dick energy yeah. I think the thing is I think I think because we both know I have it I think it's just a bit too alarming when I say it right like it's just too much you, you know yeah I feel like people that really have big dick energy don't have to say it don't have to say yeah. it yeah and I think we've lived with it we've lived with it for so long that he knows that I've got it yes he just doesn't want <laughs> me to like like exclaim it to the world sure Anywho, comedy. <laughs> it's like a roller coaster. It truly is. Yeah. Like one, yeah, one, one night you're like, I'm literally the best at this and everything is amazing and I am number one. And then the next night you're like, why? I'm going to cry. Why do I do this? Yeah. yeah, pretty much. It's not great on the mental health. I don't no. think. I, right, I get I to very healthy. Yeah. God, comedians and mental health. What a. I think it's. Definitely not very healthy because it's hard to deal with that because it is ups and downs. But I also think that like you can monitor it. Yes. Or at least like make sure that you know that if a blow is coming, like this festival, I only I've only only cried twice. That's pretty good. And the first time took many and like I had to do another show after the breakdown. So I could only cry for about 25 to 30 minutes. And then I had to get up on stage and do my show again literally the same night no. and so but then that show went really well so then i didn't cry again right? oh i remember the text so messages you sent me during that one yeah, yeah so that's one that's right and then the second time was last night and i cried for no shit five minutes done i think sometimes it's just cathartic yeah to, you just less than it. 10 baby less than 10 <laughs> high well five done. yes we're actually high-fiving yeah yeah you said yeah i think you just you just need sometimes to ride the wave and also to just yeah just cushion the blows just know that Tomorrow is a new day. Mm. Well, I heard Easier a very done, but I heard a very well-adjusted comedian say mm. that he doesn't take good reviews on board too much because it means he doesn't take on bad, bad reviews, reviews too much. Yeah, and I'm like, fuck! It'd be nice to have parents who loved you. Like, <laughs> imagine I, being able to validate yourself internally and like not rely on what other people think about your comedy. The other yeah. thing you have to keep in mind with reviews is one person, and also there's however many other people in that room. So, like, regardless of the review, there's however many other people that that will tell you otherwise or have yeah. a very different opinion because it's one. And person. also maybe that reviewer saw you on an off night or maybe they saw you on your best night ever. Like that, it's not, you can't judge your entire run by one review that said five stars, you're amazing because they saw the best show or yeah. two stars. What the fuck was this? Yeah. Cause they saw, because they saw the worst, worst show or they might just not like your flavor. Also that. Like there, you could do is, your best show and still get two stars because they might not like your flavor. It's possible too. I literally saw an, a review this year. Uh, was it an actual reviewer or was it a funny tunner? I can't <laughs> remember. But you know what I mean? Like a, is it like an actual writer or was it yeah, just yeah, a person? Yeah. But it was basically like, uh, I really like, I don't, I, I'd ne- never seen this comedian before. Everyone else has been giving him five stars. Um, it's an, apparently an amazing show. I hated every second of it. Like they just didn't like it. And they gave it two stars and 
every single other review I've seen for this this person has got four or five stars. He may have even been nominated for an award today. I can't remember. I think he might have been. Like, so it's obviously a very good show that seems to be almost universally liked, this show. And this one reviewer went, not for me, two stars. And you're like, look past that and look at the, like, try and look objectively at that comedy. And if every single other person in that room is enjoying it, maybe, maybe you're wrong. Maybe. Or you could just aim for complete perfection all the time and yeah. be endlessly disappointed when anybody doesn't like it. Or you could try that, yeah. Just That's, beat yourself up perpetually. Yeah, see how that one well, 93 goes. people really liked it. But that one guy in the front row had his arms crossed. Maybe he hated it. I could do better. <laughs> I think you can always do better. Well, yeah, of course you can. You should, like, you don't become complacent. But there's a difference between being happy with what yeah. you've done but also and also being like, I want to get better yeah you should like don't don't think that you've topped out it's also the human condition though and i think it's really sad because like if you if you say to yourself all right my ambition is to be in a 500 seater and sell it out sure then you are in a 500 seater and you're selling it out and you're like all right well now my ambition is to be on the cover of a magazine and sell out a thousand seats then you're on the cover of a magazine you're selling out a thousand seats you're like all right now my like it never it never stops like when does that stop never because i'm pretty sure that someone like like Amy Schumer, who is selling out stadiums, probably has some ambition that she's working towards that she'll meet and then she'll make a new one. Yeah. It never ends. That's the human condition. But also the thing with someone like Amy Schumer is she's huge. Yes. But she has so many haters. Oh, yeah. The more people that love you, there's even more that hate you. And I I really just don't know if like my, my being is strong enough to handle that. You just said you had big dick energy. Yeah, I do have Not big that dick energy, big. but, but I, I don't necessarily think that big dick energy means that you're okay with everyone telling you you're a piece of shit. I mean, I, don't think, you'd, I think you'd have to be some sort of sociopath to not have that affect you in any way at all. Yeah, exactly. So, What I do you, think, re- you reckon? Oh, look, I love the idea of being successful enough that you can be like, I don't read the comments, I don't read reviews, yeah. I don't take anything on board except like I have people that delete those comments for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. well, that's true. She probably doesn't even She's read them anymore. probably at a point, I think, yeah. where none of it gets back. To, I don't know. Maybe yeah. she is reading her own comments and crying and we have no idea. That would make me sad because that would mean that that's what happens to everyone. Everyone does that because if she's reading them, everyone's reading them. I do yeah. think in terms of like always aiming for something bigger and better, like when I saw my mock-up of my listing of my show in the Melbourne Fringe Guide yep. for my first thing ever, yep. I, that's the happiest I've been, yeah. I think, since. Like just that first thing of being like, oh my God, I'm doing this show I've always wanted to do and yep. I can see what it's going to look like in a printed guide in mm. a few months' time. <laughs> yeah. Like nothing has felt that – like yeah, after that that's it's like, true. oh, I've got to do this if I do this festival, if yeah. I sell these tickets – just I think, yeah, the first time I ever saw my a show that I was doing in the Melbourne Comedy Festival Guide, I was so excited because, like, I'd been going to the comedy festival since I was, like, 13 or 14 or something like that. And then, you know, like, t- like 15 to 20 years later, I'm in that guide and I'm like, oh, my God, this is, this is it. This is my moment. And yeah. the shows were fine. Like, the shows went great. Like, it was just my football podcast did a couple of live shows for that. But it was... I was in the guide that I was like, I used to go down and buy the age when it was back in the age and buy this and like, it was my Bible for the, you know, a month of the every year when I was a kid and stuff. So I get that. But then you move on, I guess. 
Well, yeah, then it's not as exciting because you've you've had that experience. Yeah. So then, see, like this year when you got the guide, you would have been like, cool. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, cool. Let me see like, what I want to see. Yeah, That's exactly. <laughs> I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I know. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. It's um, yeah. The 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 shimmer wears off. Yeah, and but I think this is this is something that you've told me to do, Emily. Sure. And something that my psych has told me to do. Wow. <laughs> Sounds like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Strap is in. That you have to actually s- celebrate your achievements. Oh yeah. Because I don't do that. Yeah. I, yeah. So I tend to be like, cool. That yeah. That's just a thing I've done. And now we move on. And then we did another thing. Yep, yep, cool. And I've been told that I have to stop and actually take. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Like note of the things that I have achieved and actually celebrate them and be like, you did a really good thing. Yeah. Let's have a, a vodka. I am both with your psych and Emily on this. I think you should <laughs> definitely do that. That sounds very healthy. Yeah. Maybe not the vodka part, but like the, yeah. So I don't know. But you helped me do that a little bit, Em. Yeah. yeah. I celebrate every day as she, a victory. She does it, yeah. I came in here today. I was like, listen, guys, I've woken up. Let's have a vodka. <laughs> <laughs> like when we, big when we did a radio yeah. show and yes. stuff, yes. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really cool. We've got that. I'm very happy about it. And now we're the next thing. And you're like, no, 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 wait. We have to celebrate the fact that we got a radio show. Yeah, we need to go <laughs> get a bloody glass of champagne. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Let's... Let's learn how to do that. And they're like, ladies, could you please stop drinking on air? It's becoming a problem. <laughs> You're not allowed liquids in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> There's broadcasting rules. You can't like be okay with alcohol. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, well. Podcasting. It's such a weird, it's such a different We can do world. whatever we want yeah, for totally. now until they regulate it. I'm sure they will one day, right? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. We'll probably be so big by then. We won't even be reading the fucking comments. Yeah. We don't give a shit about your regulation <laughs> bullshit. Unless oh my god! Now s- somehow take us off iTunes, and then I do. Yeah, right. Ooh. They'll go digging through for the receipts and <laughs> yeah, listen exactly. to your old episodes and dredge <laughs> oh, no. them up and present them Please to Twitter. Don't listen to episode whatever the fuck this is because I don't know the order that we're putting these. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but on on the on the subject of your show because you you did do really well at Melbourne Fringe and then you've taken it to Perth and now you have taken it back to Comedy Festival. How have, have the shows been going? For anyone that doesn't know who you are and what the show is, what would be like a quick synopsis? Cool. Um, so Bella Green is charging for it is um, basically everything you wanted to know about working in the sex industry but were too afraid to ask. So I've kind of written stand-up and sketches based on my work in like brothels and strip clubs and dungeons and peep shows. Sure. Um, yeah. Cool. That's what it's about. Yeah. And have you found that um, there's been any particular like audience, I guess not interaction, but like audience reaction that has been like of note or... I'm guessing like- you get a lot of like sex workers coming to watch the show to be like... It's the same way that like uh, teachers would go to Ben Knight's show because he was he yeah. did a whole show about teaching. Yeah. And it's just all teachers. I'm guessing it's the same sort of thing. Yeah. I reckon a third of my audience is yeah. sex workers yeah. and... 
like that's the best because people want to see themselves represented on stage yes that's what they want to see it's great you can see they are like thirsty for hearing yeah content sure it's so good i like i reckon i wrote this for sex workers and if anyone else likes it fucking awesome that, but yeah that's a yeah, added like bonus a celebration i guess for you all as a like community yeah yes yeah. and i love as well that like when um you know we hold them muggles when muggles <laughs> come to the show that's what some comedians call like just comedians yeah yeah, well, <laughs> I guess you had it first, probably. Everything comes from sex workers, doesn't it? We we, Pretty much. we steal everything <laughs> from you guys. It's because we're cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I find like muggles that come are sort of like shocked by how many people are laughing at the jokes that are obviously in jokes, and yeah, it's like right. people don't realize that sex workers are everywhere. Yeah. I think a lot of people are like, "Oh, I know Bella. That's the only sex worker I've ever met." Mm. It's like, no, nah, nah, it's just probably so stigmatized yeah. that you probably don't know, don't know the other ten people in your life that that do have it, done just that. Yeah, don't, you know, talk about it. Sure. Or, yeah, yeah. That is interesting. I've never thought about that. But that's probably true. Yeah. I probably do know more people. Probably. Than I think. We're but everywhere. We're watching. <laughs> <laughs> We're listening. Don't say anything, probo. <laughs> <laughs> Always watching. I love it. But that that is a really cool I get I don't want to say cool conceptually because like it's more than that but I think that like it's definitely an awesome thing to be presenting on a stage especially to people that don't have a full or even semi understanding of the industry. So like yeah, I feel like that is such a different thing to just a straight stand up show. So have you found that it's been hard to to create it with not just like just a stand-up show but also doing sketches and stuff as well i think the opposite like i haven't been doing stand-up for very long i would never think that i could do an hour of stand-up at this stage like i don't sure. know if i can do 15 minutes <laughs> i can do 15 minutes i can't do 20 um <laughs> but like yeah i do sketch um i write sketch for the improv conspiracies house sketch team as well so sure. that's a little bit easier for me i think and right yeah yep. i know when i go and see a show that's not straight stand-up and it's a bit ambiguous as to what it is. I get so freaking bored if it's just kind of storytelling the whole time without anything without, to yeah. Yeah, right. okay. keep my attention. So I wanted to do something that wasn't just... You wanted to write a show for you as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted a show to that put you in... would be able to see. I'm like, costume changes, <laughs> yeah. props. Like, I just sure. threw as much glittery stuff in as I wanted. <laughs> I'm like, I want this to look interesting. Yeah, sure. I get that. I want to incorporate a costume change. Fuck yeah. Yeah. That sounds fun, yes. Because <laughs> during your costume changes, you had like text messages from, was it clients? Yeah, Up it is. on the screen? I project text messages that people have sent to my work phone, Great. which are amazing. Like <laughs> there's a whole runner of a guy that tried to negotiate. How PG is this? Oh, you can say whatever you want. Fuck okay. yeah. So this guy tried to negotiate an anal quickie. His words, <laughs> not mine. Wow. And it's like, hey babe, how about an anal quickie? 120 bucks. And I'm like... At first, I'm kind of like, this is never going to happen. Yeah. I am never doing an anal quickie. And the text messages kind of descend into me being 150. <laughs> <laughs> so I project stuff like that on the screen. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I use a projector as well. I'm like, how yeah. many bells and whistles? Can never I, yeah. use a projector. Yeah. People said this to me beforehand. And I was like, no, I just want to show some photos and some stuff. Nah, it's yeah. a and nightmare. And it's been... Absolute hell. Yep. There you go. Would you think you'll do this show anywhere else or are you going to... Yeah, I'd love to. I want to go do Fringe at the Edge of the World in Tassie. Like, I think that would be really fun. Definitely, yeah. I'd love to do Perth again just because I had such a good time there. Yep, with the same show you want to do. I don't know. That's when it starts getting like, what am I going to do How many years can I do this in a row? I don't know. But Adelaide would be fun as well because I haven't been. Yeah. Yeah. Adelaide Fringe can be fun. Yeah. 
I like it sometimes. Sure. <laughs> sometimes it's sometimes right. I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I haven't been to Adelaide in like three years. Yeah, I didn't go this year, but I've been for like the last few years before that. It's, yeah. yeah. Well, I think the seat, like the vibe of the festival is awesome. But well, the whole city lives is... up. Yeah. Livens up for it because yeah. it's like there's nothing to do in Adelaide for the rest of the year. And then for one month, one and a half months, there's just everything's on. So it's the fringe, it's the cars, it's fucking everything. There's just every single event at once. And then for 11 months a year, nothing. I feel like Perth's not too different as well. It's yeah, I've evolved never into Perth, a thing so. where like yeah. nothing happens any other time, but there's a festival on. Yeah, which is why you would think that you should be able to sell tickets really easily because you're like, come to something, anything. And Perth used to be really froth for any entertainment. But the last couple of years, it's kind of burst a little bit, and they're kind of over it. Well, but maybe bubbles it'll be burst better. exactly. But then they sometimes get blown up again. My mom came to my show in Perth. How was That's that? Cool. Uh, that was a bit freaky and weird. Yeah, yeah, because my show is so explicit, and <laughs> um, she was like, "I'm bringing Bruce," and I'm like, "Bruce is your 73 year old boyfriend. Bruce does not need to see oh, my show boy. about getting paid for sex." <laughs> oh no! And she's like, "Bruce was a bookie back in the 70s. Bruce was a bookie. He'll be fine." I'm like, "Can you Those explain very- what a brown shower is to Bruce? <laughs> if he understands that, you can bring him to the show." She's like, "He was a bookie in the." I'm like. I don't think you understand what this. <laughs> did they, they came? Had, yeah, how did they? How did they take it? Yeah, my mom's a loose unit, so she was fine. <laughs> so she was fine. Um, on the way out, though, Bruce patted me on the shoulder and said, "Well done, mate," while making no eye contact, like looking directly <laughs> over my shoulder, like he could not right. read my eye. Oh boy! But then I went there for dinner like a week later, and they wanted to discuss like I don't know some other street busking they'd seen at the festival, and I'm like, "Great, you've forgotten about my show." Already. Yeah. Which is probably we'll just, we'll just not. Oh yeah, or they, it. yeah, or, or Bruce was just like, I can't talk to her about the show and look <laughs> in her eyes. I absolutely cannot. Oh yeah, your girlfriend's daughter. Yeah, I wouldn't want to. Ticket sales are ticket sale, hey. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't hey, give, if they're paying, them. that's fine. Pay. Good. Yeah, yeah. I if think what money, yeah. Pay. But also, like, I think that sometimes, like, I, I'm, I'm, you know, sometimes guilty of having a friend that's doing a show. So I'm like, hey. Like, if it's not during a festival, I'm like, yeah. hey, like, I'm going to come to your show on Saturday. Do you think it'll be sweet if I can just Yeah, but you're, you're not like a baby boomer that probably has money. Yeah, true. Yeah. Comps are um, for your f- poor friends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, comps are for your poor friends. Yeah. But yeah, I think with, like, anyone that's, like, your family or, like, you in Support some way. Yeah, me. exactly. It doesn't actually help me for you to be at the show if you're not putting the money in the, you yep. know. Yeah, contractually obliged as family yeah. to come and pay for it. Totally. Absolutely. Totally. Also, there's something really ironic about when I do comps for my show because it's called <laughs> Bella Green's it. Charging for It. <laughs> Sorry, we don't do comps. Can we get a freebie? I'm like, eh. mm. No, I'm charging for it. <laughs> Did you read the title? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you should have charged reviewers. Sorry, guys. You have to come in. If you want to come I feel and like pre- reviewers should pay. To, for, to do their job? Yes. You reckon? Because well, I'm doing maybe, my job. Maybe the, the, the publication should pay for yeah, them to go. No, yeah, okay, not their, uh, their personal money. But yeah. I reckon, yeah, reviewers, the company that is giving the like, reviews. Well, maybe should... that would have them actually write the reviews because there were several reviewers that came to see the Breast of the Fest who I, we just never got a review from. Junkie. Wow. <laughs> yeah, junkie. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Rude. That Whatever. happened to me last year. I had a couple of well, reviewers was actually, come and didn't. Yeah, so say I had... There was maybe seven reviewers who 
had free comps to see Breast of the First. And I think we, we ended up with three reviews. Did they at least cancel? No, they, they all came. Oh. Oh. Yeah, and they just didn't write anything. Which is, I know that happens quite a lot, but it's still very frustrating. Yeah, I don't care for that. Yeah, it's very shit. I don't care for that either. Mm-hmm. What I do care for yes. is you, Bella Green. Aww. Aww. Thanks for being on the pod. Thank you so much. It is, uh, we have a section of the show that we like to call Hypothetically Yes, where I ask you a hypothetical question based on our chats today. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> Hypothetically. Hey, there, there we did go. It. All right. So would you rather mm-hmm. a projector in every single one of your shows? Oh, no. Or like for the rest of your career or... <laughs> Bruce is at every single one of my shows. <laughs> oh, wow. I'll take the projector. Thanks, Emily. <laughs> oh, no. I'll put $100 on the projector. Thank you so wait, much. Wait, wait, hold on. Is Bruce paying for his ticket or do I have to comp him? Um, yeah, okay. Follow-up questions are good. No, he's being comped in. Hmm. No, I'll go with the projector. <laughs> like, no shade to Bruce if he's listening um, while doing the gardening <laughs> or something. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, that's I don't think they are. Thank God. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, mm. No, projector. I love the projector, I've got to say. Like, as much as it's just been an absolute nightmare yeah. of tech problems yeah, and paying for them so much and tech problems. moving them. Like, I really love all the projected bits in my show. I would have axed them already if I hadn't. But, like, yeah. Yeah. I do school photos at the start, which I think are just heaps of fun. <laughs> and I filmed a sketch and I project it during, like, I, yeah. That's Someone cool. said to me, get a TV. Like, apparently it's actually cheaper and easier to get a big screen TV. Yeah. Well, I don't think they're that expensive we, anymore. Yeah. We had in, in my venue, in the Cooper's Inn this year, we had a projector in one room and then TVs in the other two rooms and the TVs work way better. Yep. Oh, boy. There you go. So, sorry, Bruce, it's the projector. <laughs> That's interesting because you seem to really not want the projector. But now you're like, whoop, given the opportunity. Yeah, I guess fair. the thing is that's a good medium for what you want to do. But I guess if you, if you could figure out a TV, that would be good too. But It'd be fine if they just n- there were tech problems didn't exist. If tech problems didn't exist, do Projectors whatever. would be fine. Yeah. yeah. But I would also say like if you're going to do your first show, probably like keep it simple. Like I would – because also producing um, previous guest Catherine Allen's first solo show that she did at Fringe – so many props, so many like costume changes, all that sort of stuff that she wrote. And it was a brilliant show, but she was like, fuck, next time I'm just going to stand on stage and talk. I'm like, yeah. yeah. My Maybe. shows have got progressively less involved. Yeah. <laughs> like when I first started, Better I had quality like a, talking though. Yeah. I had like a, an easel with like a, a big picture book that I'd had illustrated yeah. um, and like had written. And that was like the prop. And then the next show I had like, a whole clothesline that I hung up every day and had like it just like that was annoying shit. yeah that was super annoying <laughs> like, did you get more confident though in just the goodness of your words yeah yes. I think that's why this yeah. year I'm just like fuck it I have my mic and my mic stand yeah and just a couple of I just yeah I I mean I know you said before that that is what you, you don't like in a show Bella where you like just seeing a person stand in front of a microphone and talk but oh, I love that oh yeah. Being I at, think for stand up it's yeah, fine. Yeah. I think it's when it gets storytelling more sure. that I want to see something else, more stuffsy stuff. So I think if you've got the ability to do an hour of great stand up, it yeah. doesn't need if anything else. If you can else. keep my attention, yes, and tell amazing jokes for fifty minutes to an hour, and I don't get bored and look at my watch while you're doing that, oh, you are very talented. Yeah, solid effort. Yeah, absolutely. 
Cool. Um, we have one final question, Bella. Same Ooh. question that we ask of all the guests. What are your thoughts on Spider-Man? Um, I haven't seen or read it. Am I? No. Sorry. <laughs> I love it. That is, that's my favourite answer that's we've ever had answer. to that question. <laughs> um, no. I'm sorry. No. Love that. <laughs> no, no that's thoughts. so good. No. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much for joining us, Bella. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. Bye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.